All right, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Good day, good morning, uh, whatever time of day you're listening to this. I hope it's good to you. Uh, we are streaming live from the Black Writers Weekend at the 5th District Podcast Studio at Constellations in Sweet Auburn District of Atlanta. This is a culturally-based workspace um, that offers private offices and beautiful meeting spaces such as this state-of-the-art studio that we're using today. And it's pretty nice and fancy if I don't say so myself. Yeah, it is. Um, um, but my name is Blake, also known as Blake the Pod Father. I am the host of my own podcast called Diary of a Mad Black Man, chronicling my life and my mental health journey, as well as I'm the founder and creator of the Black Podcast Club. So um, all the voices of the podcast you'll be hearing today are members of the Black Podcast Club. So shout out to everybody for pulling up today. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. But I also have some special guests here with me in the studio. Um, I have Zen Jackson. He is the author. Um, who he's an author and a father. I have his daughter Roslyn here as well. Um, so, um, Mr. Jackson, yes, um, we'll go ahead and give you a chance to introduce yourself, and then Roslyn, um, you introduce yourself next. Sure. My name is uh, Zenjay Jackson, um, and I'm super thrilled to be here. It's you know one of the fifth cycles in my life where I've gotten this opportunity to do it again, mm-hmm. and I feel I feel ready. Okay. You know, I'm ready to be ready. You know, and so. Um, I wrote a book called, I wrote uh, a magical realism book called The Bunny Book and the Creature mm-hmm. of Bozeman Farm. It's book one that's been completed out of a three book series. Mm-hmm. My daughter to my right, she's the main inspiration of this tale. Um, I adopted her when she was five. I fell in love with this, uh, this little earthling here. Mm. You know, she was a grounding force of nature. And so I just said that I wanted to be a part of her family. And so we joined forces, and uh, she has an obsession to this day with rabbits. And I said, what if you had all the rabbits in the world? How would you be able to do that? And so I wrote a book just about that. And of course, there's, you know, backstories and everything leading up to that point. But you'll enjoy a tale of a young girl who lost their parents Mm. and had to move out and start fresh at the age of 12. Mm. And... uh, had nothing but her own willpower to persevere through a new environment and uh, battle creatures and and you know whatever <laughs> else that, what, and other uh, other and thrilling other, forces. Fo- other <laughs> thrilling forces and dealing with magical abilities that she never knew she had, yeah. which I feel is the same person today. Awesome, you know, awesome. Um, That's really dope. You know, I've um, I've interviewed a, a lot of people before, um, and, and shout out to the Rock um, Autism has the. I forget the name of the podcast, but we'll take that part out. Yeah. Um, but I've never interviewed a father and a daughter before, so what is it like to be on mic with um, your dad right now? It's, I'm a little nervous. It's fine, though. I, I feel like I get put in, not in a bad, negative way, but I get put in these situations a lot, so I uh, adapt quickly. <laughs> uh, so, so you used to get thrown, thrown on the yeah, spot? Like, um, my mom used to perform. Um, we are from Connecticut, and she okay. did music, and we'd go to open mics and stuff, so... Okay. I find myself on stage sometimes, and it, it's fun. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And, and, you know, I'm really excited to just um, really begin this conversation with mm-hmm. you guys here at Black Writers Weekend. You know, I can't really think of, of any other event like this one. Yeah. Um, this is my first time being here, my first time being in this type of space. So what is your experience so far um, being here as an author, I'm a published author, um, so, being here this weekend? So my experience so far has been uh, magical as much as I didn't expect that essence to take for, to take part into it 
I did expect it. I knew um, my journey here just on the drive was, you know, <clears throat> more concerned about earthly things like time and, you know, anything grounded. Uh, mm. And as I got here, I felt like everyone was so in sync with me. Mm. The the software wouldn't work. <laughs> and that was in my favor. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, the person next to me was still the whole other a location the in the coffee shop everyone was setting up it was as if we all decided to come on the time that i've arrived mm. and it was very in sync it was very powerful for me to maintain this um this this vibrational escrow of optimism along the way because it did come through through it did come through at some point of being worried and fearful of being late missing an opportunity all these old triggers but you know here i am now and um more importantly um, this is a dream come true because I, I, like I said, I quit my day job twice. Um, mm. and this is the second time around where I feel like I got my screws tightened mm. up and I feel like I'm ready. Like you're not going back. Oh, no way. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I can't, you know, there's yeah. something, not worth it. I can't like, I I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather do and be who I need to be, which is myself to be able to hang out next to her and do this. Mm. Um, throughout the day, you know, I don't believe our family doesn't believe that eight hours out of the day you should be away from your family. Mm, you know, I agree with that. So condensing <laughs> time on, you know, and it's just it's not realistic to appreciate the value of family. Life so, in general, yeah, I agree. With period. That. You know, um, mm. so what I who I am as a creator, a lot of my being revolves around the family. It works together. Mm -hmm. So as it works together, it's like a huge part of me is missing when I'm out there venturing and building another company or whatever. I do find beautiful things coming from that, but it gets to a limiting point. Right. You know. Right. So um, so tell the so for the people listening, like mm -hmm. let's share a little bit about how you became to be an author. Like, what was your first? What first inspired you to write your first book? Sexual abuse. Okay. Yeah, and I I, I experienced sexual abuse. Um, and I and I'm and I'm titling at that for social convenience, um, you know. But of course, there's layers to it, right? Like yeah, that's absolutely. a it's a heavy tone. So, um, so as a child, you know, when that happens and you're in a vulnerable state, you uh, you entrapped a certain uh, weight. You know, um, the rest of your journey is no longer the self. It's now you got to rewind and decode mm -hmm. a lot of yourself. You know, um, so. I, I've always felt like the loneliest person in a very occupied room, mm. you know, and um, very successful soccer player, had a lot of friends, all at jazz, you know, uh, the the most the, the most pleasant jockeyest jock you could ever come across, you know. Um, but once I graduated and mm -hmm. it was just myself every day, you know, mm -hmm. um, life became more selective. And I decided to be, I had the opportunity to say no and yes, even though that was an, a muscle. I didn't know how to say yes mm. or not. I, I, through sexual abuse, I, I uh, learned how to be super submissive and always yes, man, yes, man, yes, man. Mm. And those who needed those people latched on to me, you know. Um, so I discovered myself um, telling stories visually first, escaping uh, this attention towards the unknown of pain in me because I didn't tap into that and mm. to get real really quick it wasn't up until excuse me it wasn't up until I met Rosalind and her mother and we joined forces then I was able to feel more of who I am and be more of who I am and uh, uh, one day um, 
I've yet to share this with anyone, but um, mm-hmm. I, I uh, an exclusive. I like yeah, that. this is exclusive. Um, I I experimented with LSD for the first time. A three day series where I in be prior I wasn't about it. I wasn't into it. My illustrations though were mm-hmm. was perceived as one who did drugs and stuff, but yes. that wasn't me. And so it was in my it was in my force field, and at one point I was just like, okay, I'll give it a shot. First time was cool, great, loved it. Um, second time, it was neutral, n- n- nor more or less. The third time, all my demons came to the surface, and I had to face everything all at once. I called my dad, and um, I told him to pick me up because at the time I, I lived at a uh, this is Connecticut, so I lived about forty minutes away from moving out of my dad's house uh, you know and that's a life of running restaurants and and living the life under my dad's arm and mm-hmm. helping him manage things but breaking away from that as an artist was a little bit of attention mm. so and a new relationship to, to reestablish. so okay. as i moved out i lived with um my now wife and my daughter it was just the only child at the time now there's two more at the house six and uh, seven and one and a half um either way i call my dad and i tell him i said hey I, I took a lot of acid. I took acid. Can you please come get me? And he was very supportive and didn't shun me. You know, he's very mm. Caribbean and traditional. So that kind of stuff is like out of the order, you know. So um, once he picks me up, we're driving back home 40 minutes, you know, 10 minutes in the drive. I'm like, Dad, our cousin Raymond, uh, I, I name drop, but whatever. Um, uh, our, our cousin, he, uh, he, did, he did X, Y, and Z to me mm. when I was... Um, you know, he he performed fellatio, mm-hmm. uh, me to him, however it is. And in doing that, um, you know, I told my dad, but I was doing it in tears. I was sharing with him in tears, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it was a relief. It was tears of relief. Mm-hmm. And uh, I held back a long while because I didn't want him to um, take responsibility. You know, I, I didn't want to hurt people through my hurt. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to be the center of attention, you know, because mm-hmm. of it. I felt like something happened to me, but if I share it, that it'll take attention away from the my five brothers, you know, or you know, it was very selfless and selfish at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was the ebb and flow of that, but that all led me to be a creator. Mm-hmm. Uh, my 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 t- today now, you know, instead of doing drugs, which is a path, instead of being highly addicted to to instant gratification, which is a path, you know, uh, thought patterns like not understanding my sexuality that was a huge thing, mm-hmm. you know, to stay. Uh, to to be distracted from thoughts that entrapped me, I created illustrations a lot. I gave a lot of my investment, all my time and energy to a character who embodied all my rage, mm. and and that's my anime route because anime is a very great realm for ex ex uh, expressing rage and and the arc of that and overcoming. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So it sounds like yeah. So it sounds like we we really relate on that on yeah, that yeah. aspect because a lot of my experience in podcasting and being a creative has come from a painful place and needing a, a sense to escape. Yep. And it was in this in this new realm of creativity that I tapped into um, mm-hmm. being a creative and being able to produce something um, from such a dark and painful place that I found peace yeah. and light and I found beauty and I found community and I found mm-hmm. a tribe. Um, because I find that when we share stories of our trials and tribulations in life, it often becomes like a survival guide to somebody else. Right. So hearing how you've overcome the challenges of things in your life, 
a lot of times when other people hear that, they're like, oh, if he or, or she can overcome this, then I can probably overcome yeah. this. Or I've been through, you know, sexual abuse as well yeah. and, and hearing his story and how he's been able to overcome yep. and use it to produce something positive in the world, like writing a book that's inspirational. You know, your daughter's here, you know, yeah. so it's like a whole um, yeah. new realm of, well, not necessarily a new realm, a new perspective. Mm-hmm around the painful things that we've been through. Yeah. Um, so we can co-create new realms though. I, Let's I, do I it, right? That too. Like, yeah. like why your, not? Your, your podcasts are co-creative. Yeah. You know, I see you creating new dimensions of possibilities. Yeah. And absolutely. kudos to you. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah, you. I really that. appreciate that. That you, you set the mood for me to be able to comfortably allow that through, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really big into, um, actually it's, it's a new term. Um, this well, idea of a safe space, right? Mm-hmm. Is something that you know I've always been very big on, like for almost my whole life. Then I was actually not too long ago I was in a conversation. They said there's no such thing as safe spaces, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, wait, no such thing as safe spaces. I've been in safe spaces for the past year, healing and yeah. you know developing and creating, and it's like no, you're in a protected space because mm. truthfully you can never really deter. You can't stop negative or bad things or traumatic events from happening, but you can definitely protect yourself and protect those around you and create a protected safe space for people so um, when I talk about a safe space now I always add that term protected in there it's more of a um, more like a realization or reality check like yeah this is a safe space but it's you know anything can happen at any given moment but know that this is a protected space too um, for us to be in so um, diversifying yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. thank you you. words are powerful man they are and from what I went through it's it's they for a long time it made or break me mm. it would make or break me and so you know the the if we turn books into films into other things and it all started from word you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's like communication is very powerful and to specify to 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 create terms enough to further connect with people yeah. in all walks of life that's that's very intentional and very mindful and i'm a huge supporter of that because i'm i'm a big fan of emotional intelligence and that comes with that, you know what I mean? It's difficult to neglect that part of the pie when the whole is, you know, well-being, and a part of that is emotional stability mm. and awareness, more or less. Yeah. So that's dope. That's dope. You know? um, well, I definitely want to. Um, I want to take a moment to thank mm-hmm. um, a couple of our sponsors. Sure. Um, Refuge coffee house um the apex museum mm. and also the sweet auburn district here in atlanta um, we're actually hosting us this weekend um, so they made it possible to bring this event together to have everybody here um, so i just want to give them a huge shout out um and i just want to ask a couple more questions and Roslyn, actually want yeah. to ask you a question here sure. um what has it been like uh for, for you this weekend um seeing your dad do all these amazing and great things and talk about his books like what has this been like for you it's really cool because um like, growing up, it was always, like, him going to work or something. And it's, like, but at the same time, I've been told, oh, yeah, you can follow, do whatever you want. Um, like, uh, young, when I was younger, I'd cry, be like, oh, I wish I could fly, wish I could be a mermaid, stuff yeah, like that. Right. And to see uh, what his, my parents' words have been for so long, getting put into action, it's, like, really cool. Like, him wanting to create entertainment um that's what they both want to do and them actually doing it is really really fun to watch yeah awesome. shout out to her mother real quick our my wife she's a cinematographer so she she is a stunning producer you know has a great sense has a great sense of um uh, visual capturing abilities and uh 
you know, she she's a huge factor in making all of this. Cause she actually edits my book. Oh, really? You know, she spent a tremendous and, and it's beautiful because we develop so much of our relationship through the creative path. Uh, you know, the creative nature is the person. So it's like I get to be more of myself and she gets to be all of herself. And together we journey to make things happen. And so doing that, we just learn more about our relationship, how to work together. And uh, and it's a lot of bumps to get mm. out of the way, you know. Yeah. So we, we, we're I'm very proud, like sitting here, you know, realizing that I'm very proud of us to come to this <laughs> point. Rosalind, thank you so much for sharing that because these moments we get to really, you know, enjoy and you know, look back on things like mm-hmm. that. Well, yeah. All right, yeah. so I do want to, um, now you wrote the book, the, the Bunny Book series. Yeah. I did check out your website. You oh, have a, a couple other books and things, yeah. a couple other children's books that yeah. you've written. I'm really excited about that. But yeah. tell us a little bit about um, the Bunny Book series, like in depth, like when somebody picks up this book, where mm-hmm. are they going to take away from it? Okay, so what you're, if you like mystery, you're going to like the Bunny Book. If you like thrillers, you're going to like the Bunny Book. If you yeah. like uh, magic, you're going to like the Bunny Book. Um, it's magical realism, so it's garnished with magic. So, you know, it's about a young girl around the age of 12. Um, she she moves to a new town in California after her mother passes away. Her mother's a little, you know, an indie rock star, uh, no different from our life that we experienced at the time. And um, she's used to living a life of adventure, um, so to speak. So once her mom passes away and hands her a stuffed rabbit named Brownie, which is a rabbit that she grew up with, the mom and uh you know the pass away happens she goes with her grandparents in california um in california she adventures off to a forest that she's told not to go into because people are not turning back from it um they they get lost and they don't ever return and so kid the kids believe that there's a monster uh lurking the forest and uh, she le- she leaves behind her stuffed animal um while playing around just on the border of it with a new friend uh tells her friend hey I, you know they leave she forgets the rabbit so she's like friends like don't go get it we'll get it tomorrow morning together mm. she doesn't wait because she's so passionate about her rabbits she can't get, sleep without it like, can't sleep without it so middle of the night you know three four in the morning she goes and goes goes to get, look for it give a good nice look for it uh lo and behold she finds the creature holding it over her and then she at first is scared but then she decides to go run after him creature runs away with the stuffed animal she's led to a bunny barn inside of the bunny barn there are about 123 rabbits who she's then about to have a heart attack over because she loves rabbits so so once she finds this bunny barn amongst looking for her stuffed rabbit and juggling a friendship uh and and healing from the lies that she's um you know mustering it up with due to trying to manage all these new relationships she finds out that the the barn is not an actual barn but there's something more deeper and darker going on with that barn and she feels that it's up to her to relieve them from whatever's coming their way you know so I don't want to spoil and that's probably the best I've ever told this you know so I can't I'm glad that's recorded (laughs) Um, yeah because there's a lot to hold back yeah you you can ruin it you can really ruin it trying to explain so for, um, for those of y'all listening, definitely got to check out the Bunny Book. Um, and, and let the people know where they can find you, kind of mm-hmm. connect with you, your website. And yeah. I'm about any upcoming projects or anything you should Cool. Perfect. ZenJJackson.com. I have six chapters up there for you to dive into. And if you like it, you can support by buying the hardcover, uh, the, the, the paperback, or even the digital copy. Um, and uh, I could slide you the digital copy yeah. too. Oh, yeah. yeah and, um, and apart from that, ZenJJackson.com, uh, ZenJJ at ZenJJackson. You can find me Instagram, Twitter, and um, Facebook. 
Um, I just started TikTok. Within two weeks, I've averaged 300 followers over a web series that I'm developing. So you can uh, jack in the journey. That's what that's called. That's picking up quick steam, developing a Patreon account, and to buy me a coffee to develop a revenue behind that. But my goal is to be to run an actual animation series. Mm. Um, me and my wife, our goal is to want, run a um, a web series, and um, and I'm just gonna keep pumping out all these mm. titles that I have. You know, over 30 something titles of one shot nice. stories and series. So, you know, follow me. You'll find me, Zen J. Jackson. And yeah, uh, I love keeping in touch. I'm very, I engage very heavily. If you say hi, I'm going to tell you hi in three different languages. And, <laughs> and, and we're just going to build a life from there. So wow, reach that's out. really dope. Yeah. Um, definitely happy to um, connect with you. Yeah. Um, I have my own personal interest in animation. I got a, this idea of, of a graphic novel that I want to do um, based yes. on my life and, and my podcast and things yeah. of that nature. But um, I'm a creative writer. I graduated with BA in creative writing. It's my it's my passion to to write and develop stories. So if you want to connect, we can definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We'll definitely be um, connecting after this. But um, but I definitely can't end this conversation without sending a special shout out um, to these sponsors and friends um, to the Black Writers Weekend. Mm -hmm. um, we got Amazon, KDP. Mm -hmm. um, we have Goodreads, Refuge, Coffee House, Constellations Co-working Space, the Apex Museum, and the Traces of Mika podcast, which features the founder of Black Writers Weekend, Miss Tamika Newhouse. Um, thank you again, Zen and Rodson, for joining um, and being a part of this live interview and this experience, being here this weekend. Um, wish you all nothing but continued success and blessings. Yes. Um, if you all want to check in with me, you can follow me on Instagram we'll at do. Diary of an MBM or go to yeah. DiaryofAMadBlackMan.com yeah. or look me up, the Black Podcast Club. I'm the CEO and founder of all that good stuff that's going oh, on over man. there. Um, but um, until the next interview, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Yep. Again, thank you, Zen Jackson. Well, uh, thank you, Rodson, for being here today. Um, and I hope you guys learned something. Again, um, appreciate you. Yeah.